Hey guys, this is a mashup Seth put together uh, for all the salespeople out there. There's a ton of you. I tend not to speak enough about sales. I'm gonna try to continue to push myself in sales and family business dynamics and sympathy, not just empathy, uh, and, and other things. But this is a little mashup for advice for salespeople. Uh, I'm excited about this. I've, I've as, a, as a kid, I considered myself a salesman and a businessman, and so I'd like to tap in a little bit more to sales, something that I feel passionate about, um, but just don't articulate enough. So enjoy it. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Hey Gary, this is Shubham from MailJet. I have a question for you today is how important were your selling skills as an entrepreneur and what are the different things that make you improved as a salesman? Thank you very much for answering. Love your show. See ya. Shu, thank you so much for loving the show. I love you back. I think my salesmanship was the first raw talent that I understood in my life. It has been the bedrock of my existence. The unbelievable reason that VaynerMedia is what it is today has a lot to do with salesmanship. It is massively important when you actually, it's really funny, when you actually sell something, having sales skills is extremely important. So many of you are going to fail in your business because you underestimate salesmanship as a core tenant when you're trying to sell something. Many of you make the nicest thing, the coolest thing. It's why artists starve, because they can't sell. Like selling is, real. Uh, I think it's been an enormous part and I think the thing that's made me better through my career is experience. You know, like experience is a real thing. Like youngsters, we want to think it's not. And, and I really, and you know what's funny? I, I put us youngsters because I think of you as a great youngster. I, at 22, 23, I thought I was it, right? Like, like I guess I look at it as like basketball players because I, Dunk, I know you love it. Like they become better shooters as they, like, as they, 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 they become craftier, they become more experienced, and the guys that are all time, you'll notice their game evolves, you know, through their careers because they can't rely just on their athletics anymore. They've gotta become crafty, they've gotta be able to shoot. I mean, I would say LeBron, LeBron to me, could have easily been the best all-time player. He never got his jump shot developed the way that Jordan and Kobe did. He's a different type of player, but if his jump shot was unstoppable right now, forget it and his three-point range has gone down in his career instead of up, and I, by the way, I'm the biggest LeBron guy of them all, but to me, imagine if LeBron, like Andy, I saw you react to this. I don't know if you, you got something to say about this? I mean, his jump shot has definitely improved, and when he does hit the jump shot. It hasn't improved. His three-point percentage was down last year. It, it proved from early on, yeah, it was down last year. Like, and I think it's gonna continue to go, like, it hasn't improved, it improved from like the beginning, but like. He, said, he only was taking ones that he really thought he could hit. I mean, he's such a complete, you know what's tough to analyze, you, to, to that point, it's tough to analyze LeBron because he's such a all-around player. He doesn't need to score. But anyway, nonetheless, the bottom line is the 22-year-old me would be disappointed right now if he saw the 40-year-old me in salesmanship because he would realize, huh, he's picked up some along the way that I didn't have just from my natural skills. So the answer is unbelievably, and if you're watching right now and you are building a business and you are not a natural born salesperson or are great at it and you are self-aware enough to know that, you need to either get a family member, aka these guys, like really in your inner circle that are gonna be there long term and allow them to, or even bring in a partner, it is that important. And if you're a good salesperson, never allow yourself to not continue to learn, try different tactics, do different things. Um, experience has made me better. 
that's what I want to really drill home is I just don't understand how in the beginning part, first quarter of 2017, people don't realize that if they're not producing written words, audio, or video content for these 15 platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, those places for podcasting, right? You know, Facebook and YouTube for video and Instagram and, and Twitter and Snapchat for pictures and short form video. I don't understand how people think they're relevant. Right. Like, and by the way, I think email is still the killer app. I think phone call, the phone's incredible, mm-hmm. but, but they're declining in our attention. I right. have not responded to a bulk or even a one-on-one sales pitch in email or phone form in a decade. A stunning amount of people behind that camera right now are not gonna be successful in sales because they're not willing to work hard enough. Mm-hmm. They love the automation. They love all these tools. The problem is, if you have the greatest hammer and the greatest screwdriver and the greatest wrench, the greatest, in front of you, mm-hmm. if you don't use them properly, you will lose. Right. If there's a nail that I have to put in that ground, but I take the wrench and I hit it when the hammer was right there, it still comes down to the practitioner. Mm-hmm. And you have to be good at your craft, and you have to love your, if you don't love sales, if you don't love it, you have no chance. Because it's so hard, it's so painful, there's so much rejection. Right. Um, so those are the things I think about. So for any sales professionals watching, where would you advise that they start in terms of creating their own content or sharing their content, uh, adding their own context as well? Before I go directly into the tactics of should you make a video, uh, should you do a written blog post, or should you do a podcast, you have to reverse engineer who you're trying to get to. Right. So I think the number one rule of salespeople is to listen. Know your audience. Know what they did. If you see an M&A just happen, if you see layoffs just happening, if you see one of their, if I see Burger King doing something, I'm thinking what does McDonald's think of this? Right. Um, so that's number one. Number two, where are they spending time? Everybody as a salesperson has to figure out how do they best communicate. Is it written word? Is it audio? Is it video? Is it in person? And how do you use the digital world in audio, written, or video form to create the gateway drug to in person? I look at sales very differently than the far majority. I think way too many salespeople are patient, are impatient. I think way too many salespeople are transactional. I think way too many salespeople are lowest common denominator, spam, blast LinkedIn, um, email bulk, business card, business card, business card. So I think I've got a different tactic on sales, Mm -hmm. but don't get it twisted, it's what I am. If you're not happy with your upside, if you're not fully fulfilled, I think a lot of you are doing things that are directly in front of you. Numbers that they put in front of you, you're trying to achieve that because you have a beach house you wanna buy or go on that vacation. Sales is a funny game if you work in a big company. They manipulate numbers to create your actions. I believe that the best salespeople are doing things in a different way. I think you need to care about the customer for real, reverse engineer them and give them what they need. I'm a better salesperson than you because I'm the anti-salesperson and I think that's the best salesperson. Please understand that the world has changed and the attention of the person you're trying to get to is moving into different places. And this big one, stop complaining. A great salesperson shuts their mouth and she goes to work every day and tries to bring value to the end user and is patient and over time wins the marathon of sales. Put yourself in that position. Austin asks, hey Gary Vee, I'm a sales consultant for Best Buy Selling Computers. What advice can you give me to be a better salesman? Austin, I think you need to reverse engineer who you're selling to. So if I were you, Austin, I would spend all of January taking people out to lunch and dinner or a drink or getting them on the phone 
but literally spending the entire month of January not selling to people and just listening to the people that you sell to to figure out what their pain points are. I would walk in and be like, hey DRock, you know I sell you computer stuff and things of that nature. What are your pain points? What's your problem? What's your struggles in your business? Like, let's let's cut the like yes, I want to sell to you, but let's take a step back. I want to sell to you by providing you some sort of value. Maybe I have a friend. Maybe I will recommend that you watch the Ask Gary V show to make your business better. Maybe I'll do a lot of things, but what I'm doing is I'm providing you value and our conversation and our relationship is not just predicated on on me selling. You know, it's kind of like uh, I was talking to one of my friends. He's like, I want to have better relationships with girls. I'm like, cool, why don't you make it something about other than sex? Like if your whole relationship is like, I want to hang out with you every time to just hook up, there's probably a good chance that, that person doesn't think that you're providing them much value outside of that execution, which is a fine execution, everybody needs it, I get it, blah, blah, blah. Same way I think about sales. If you're just selling every single time, that is what your foundational relationship is based on and you become spam and sales all the time. Why don't you spend all of January not selling ever once and opening your ears and listening and trying to help even outside of the context of you? even out of the, outside the context of you. Meaning, how can you help them besides just their business? Maybe you'll get to know DRock and find out that his aunt is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan and you just get a Dallas Cowboys hat. Say, hey, you go to eBay and buy a, you know, a Tony Dorsett opened starting lineup for 49 cents, $3 shipping, but you send and say, hey, give this to your aunt. It's not what you spent, it was the thought. That stuff matters. My question to you is, um, I've created what I believe to be a high-end brand. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of uh, followers, but it's hard for me to position myself to create um, another brand that will help support me through this because I'm doing photography and video, um, which is why um, I shout out to everybody that's using the Sony's there. Like, what should I do? I've been doing this for 10 years. I haven't really got a whole lot of traction. I've been struggling, and I need to know what to do. Eric? Hello? Yeah. yeah we're here, uh, first of all, the in in photography, I, there's there's. And, and the, I, I apologize. I apologize for cutting you off. I do photography, video, and websites. What? Well, what do, more photography and video. What do you want to happen before Eric answers it? Like, what do you want to happen? What, do you have a side job? Want, do you have a regular job? Is this your side job? No, no, no. This is this is all I've I've wanted to do. I used to do club flyers. So my friend used to um he used to own a club up got shut down and um, after doing club flyers for a while I realized I hated flyers so I, I got into Don't blame I me. really hate doing flyers so I decided, I decided to do photography and videography it comes easier to me and if you look, check out my work um, uh, you actually messaged me back one time and um, it's really good I, I'm not gonna toot my own horn but a lot of people like it but not enough to sustain a living um, what I really want to happen out of this is a roadmap because I've actually looked for mentors, not in photography, video aspect, but on the business side of that stuff. Of like, I do want you, to transition into marketing. Do you think that, well. Do you think you need a business partner that understands how to do the business part and that you're the creative? I, there's not enough upside for them to come in, and I I, I live at a local college down the street. Sounds like an artist. Even even for the internships, they're like they'll learn what I teach because I teach really well and then they'll just take off on their own, which is great because I've taught somebody really well how to get to at least where I am, but it's not enough upside for somebody to come in and say, hey, whatever. Do you, do you, so, love, do you love photography? Like if, if you uh, hit the lotto this afternoon, would you, keep, would you do photography uh, next week? Well, I do, if, I did, if I hit the lotto, I would 
And I, I'm at the point Tell the truth. Huh? Tell me the truth about this lotto question. $5 million. Well, I, yeah, yeah. If, I, if I won $5 million, they say invest in what you know Warren Buffett and you said it yourself, I could only invest in what I know. I'd be stupid to throw my money in something else. So yes, it'd be photography, videography. I'd, I'd look to um, build a building beside you. I understand your concept of looking to build a building and not worrying about everybody else, not destroying everybody else's building. I'd be up under you somewhere else. I'm not saying I would be the next Gary Vaynerchuk because I don't have enough energy. And I pray, for the love of God, I do not understand how you're not on supplements. Jesus <laughs> Christ, you have a ton of energy. Ridiculous. I do. Um, um, you've got to tell me how you do it. I don't know if it's the Russian Jewish thing. I don't know. Either way, um, I, my, 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 my idea is that photography and videography by itself is not enough considering how the, the saturation of the market to actually sustain a living. So I, I started to put my photography and videography in places where it could be more useful, i.e. the marketing side. This is what this picture can do for you versus, here's a nice picture. You're like, oh, I'll just put it on my, my Facebook or my Instagram and hope it gets me traction. That's what I've been doing and I've been talking to people. I, I just talked to a, a, a lady who has a yoga Hey, Randy, Rand, Rand. Yeah. First yeah. of all, your energy excites me. <laughs> so I, I think you're up. So Rand, listen. Let's let you know. I kind of let you go here just for kind of like show. To yeah. be very frank, let's let's pull this yeah. back in. Yeah. So you're you're trying to make a living, living creating for clients. Is that correct? Absolutely. How much time do you spend trying to get new clients? And don't me, Randy, because I will hang up. How much time every day do you spend DMing? Do you spend creating a brochure and hanging it or putting it on somebody? I'm gonna remind everybody, me printing flyers and going to the Short Hills Mall and putting on people's cars because I had no money. Everybody thinks it's easy once it, like, no, no, we all start out at Zippo. Like, like, how much time are you spending trying to get clients for real daily? Don't, for really? don't, for, I mean. I, I'm, I'm, I'm spending two hours doing it because I have so much content that I have to get out. So what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm, you, more so stuck at, I'm more so stuck photoshopping, which I... No, 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 no. On your two hours a day of trying to sell, what are you actually doing? I'm, I'm, more, I'm sitting on the computer. I mean, what, what do you... No, no, I'm asking you in detail, brother. I what, understand. Like, what's my day-to-day look like? No, one more time. You told me that you spend two hours a day trying to sell and get clients, correct? Oh, oh, what do I do during the selling? I go to um, I go to the clients that I already have, and I ask them to you know uh, their hair salons, their again the yoga studio, see if they have clients that will fit my profile versus um, cold calling. Yeah, so so I think that you are not a natural salesperson. I think that you need uh, to get very comfortable around cold calling, cold DMing, emailing websites that are local, and driving for an hour up and down Main Street and knocking on doors because that's your issue right now. You need to grab business. It's not gonna come to you. The end. All right, thanks. You're welcome, man. All right, Good. <laughs> you know, that, and that, that's tough, because he, he's a starving artist, and there's millions of them out there. One more, let's get one more call. It's tough, you've, you've got to build your brand, you've got to build the value proposition, and you have to hustle. Yeah, I mean, look, it's super hard. Like, like this is being in the creative business. Like, he wants to have a business. The problem with a lot of people when they want to have a business is they don't want the business part. 
The hard work. They want to do the, they want to do the, and by the way, it's hard work to create the art, it's hard work to be handy and be, some people are great plumbers, it doesn't mean that they should have a plumbing business that they own, they should go work for somebody and be the most valuable plumber, like the craft is separate from the business. I'm selling a ton of in a B2B environment by following the people that I want to sell to on social networks and figuring out what they like in the world besides being who they are as a professional and reverse engineering and exploiting their passions as a way to sell them. So in real English, I mean, go follow people on Twitter and if they're into fishing, talk to them about fishing and then sell them your SaaS product. (laughs) I listen and it's confusing because I'm a paradox that way because I talk so much, but it's only after I've listened fully. I've literally been watching everybody to the scale of my human capabilities for three years on their behavior on Snapchat. That's why I feel like I'm ready to talk. And the B2B stuff is a money pit. It's amazing. Like, I think, I, I have no empathy for you guys. I think it's super easy compared to B2C. I'm being dead serious. You know it's Stan at Ogilvy, or you know it's Rick at AT&T. This shouldn't be that hard. And more importantly, what you have to do is you have to eliminate romance. You have to understand what they care about more than what you care about. And that's such a common mistake of salespeople. Like no you're trying to hit your numbers and do your thing. But if you know what their rationale is to why they're not using you, you need to exploit that. You need to figure out what that vulnerability is and explain that to them. So I'm just reverse engineering at scale. It's why I prep for zero meetings. You know, it's zero prep. I'm gonna listen, like never. Like I have to walk in and listen for a little bit and then I'll know what to do by the end. So you're Always. you're reading up on them before and you're not checking out their social accounts, any of that kind of stuff, you're... No, not, not if it's a real pit. Like I, I mean, no, the answer's no. Johnny asks, any tips on giving a great right hook? Sweep the leg, Johnny, sweep the leg. And that's literally how I think about this. I mean, the fact of the matter is you gotta go in for the kill. Just much like Karate Kid, where that quote's from, they, the, his teammates like, sweep the leg, Johnny, like go in for it. How do you throw a right hook? Honesty. You know what a good Super Bowl commercial is, in my opinion? Hey, I'm Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm the CEO of Toyota. I want you to buy cars from us. Let us know how we can make that happen. That's a good Super Bowl commercial. Because forget the pony and the eagle and the cute dog and everything else. You want to sell cars. And I think that Americans, you know what? Let's do a test case right now. What's Jab, 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 Ray Hook's um, Amazon ranking right now? I'm going to show you, Johnny, how to sweep the leg. What's the Amazon rank right now on Jeff? Do you know how to find it? I know how to find it real fast since I look at it all the time. You probably don't in India. I mean, all the time when I'm selling, I haven't looked at this in months and months and months. 2,847, that's the rank. Ready? Everybody who's watching this show, it would mean the world to me to be able to land the right hook I'm throwing right now. A lot of you have the book already. So it's hard for me to ask for, how much is it on Amazon right now? Right now, it is 1743 hardcover. 1743, and Kindle? 14.99. 14.99. I am asking every single person who's watching this show right now to buy one, one, one jab, 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 right hook. It would mean a lot to me. Uh, I would prove my point to Johnny. I would equally benefit from that because I make a dollar or three, a dollar to three cents or three dollars per book or whatever it is. At this point I'm done promoting jab, 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 right hook but it's the most tangible thing that we can all watch together. I'd like you to buy more. If you were ever thinking about buying it for your staff, you can send one for your Kindle. Anybody who's watching and if you've watched more than 25 shows of the Ask Gary Vee show and you don't own a copy of jab, 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 right hook, you need to. That is 
absolutely a must. And so that is my right hook and honestly, Johnny, that is, and obviously, I don't know how you can link up, obviously you can't go to Amazon, but like link it in the comments and uh, that's a right hook. You just honestly ask, you, you try to create some guilt around it, like you've watched 30 shows, can't you give me 15 bucks? You, you try different angles, you just go straight for it, you don't hedge, you ask for the sale of jab, 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 right hook. What up podcast people? Obviously you listen to so I know a ton of you are not familiar with my Monday to Monday playlist that I update every Monday with Mike Boyd on my Spotify. Go check it out. What is my Spotify? Spotify slash Gary V? Yeah, Gary VE, right? You'll see it. It's called Monday to Monday. Search your Spotify and Apple. Uh, Apple and Spotify playlists. Uh, Monday to Monday. Oop, this is me. I gotta go. See you, bye.